0: all right happy wednesday everybody dr muse here with dr ohm for another clinical coffee chat and uh before we get started i'm going to mention again the coming up the coming up soon the community lecture series the first one of 2023 is going to be on january 3rd at 5:30 at the dublin library down in the basement and dr Olm is going to be speaking on the four pillars of health and just to remind you guys this is free for everybody so yep. you don't have to be a current patient here bring your friends bring your family The more the merrier and we'd love to see you guys come out for that
1: yeah the whole purpose for the talk is basically to just sort of um lay out you know all the different ways or or influences on you know living a good healthy quality life and so we're going to cover the four different major areas and the goal is to just sort of expand people's understanding of what goes into health and happiness and then you know maybe just outside of you know exercise and diet identify some things that, that the people that are coming can actually start tackling and you know, improving the quality of their life in 2023. So we're hoping to start off 2023 on, on the right foot. We're also going to do a challenge that we will announce there. So you know, please uh, stay tuned for that. But 5.30 yeah. Dublin Library, Tuesday, January 3rd. Yeah. Okay.
0: So the topic that we're going to talk about today is something that we are confronted with on a daily basis by new patients, existing patients, people that we may know who come in and say they are stricken by this this disease that we're going to talk about. Which is arthritis, and
1: we wanted to talk about this because just as he said, patients oftentimes come in and they'll say, oh, I have arthritis in my shoulder or I have arthritis in my hip or my back. The assumption being that having the arthritis means that you're going to have pain. And number one, that's just abjectly false. There's lots of research out there, very, very well-established, high-quality research that shows zero correlation between findings you know, of arthritis on imaging, be it X-ray or MRI, and actually having pain. So the assumption that just because you have arthritis means that you're going to have pain is a bad one, and it makes me so angry, because when someone is told that by a, an authority, a figure of authority, sure they come in and in many ways, if they have that sort of burning in their brain that they have the arthritis, that's why they have the pain. That means that until the structure is changed, they're going to have pain and that's just not true. So we wanted to kind of clear up some confusion about arthritis, define it, talk about imaging, treatment, all those good things so that anyone that comes in or if you guys hear or if you have heard or been told that you have arthritis and that's why you have your low back pain, your knee pain, your shoulder pain, we want to kind of clear that up because it is most likely not the case that the arthritis is causing the actual pain itself.
0: Right. So let's talk a little bit about what arthritis is. There's two primary categories that we're going to talk about. One is called inflammatory uh, arthritis, and the other one is non-inflammatory. Arthropathies, Arthropathy. Arthropathy. <laughs> My apologies. That tough, difficult word for yeah. podcast. So the inflammatory category is something more of a systemic type condition where we may be looking at things on uh, different kind of x-rays on, what, what you'll see is very typical patterns of degenerative findings, maybe in the hands, maybe in the, in the spine or the hips, these are some of the areas that we may look at. But those kind of arthropathies may, may require a slightly different treatment approach to it. Now, some of the mechanical stuff we do can still be helpful there, but these are gonna be more systemic things that w- we'll need a little bit different Uh, treatment.
1: They would be be addressed by diet in most cases. The examples of inflammatory arthropathies, the big ones, would be rheumatoid arthritis and also psoriatic arthritis. Mm -hmm. And both of those are variations of autoimmune diseases. Autoimmune diseases being when your immune system identifies part of you, your body, be it the synovial joints as you would see in rheumatoid arthritis or maybe the skin. Um, or the joints, as you might see in psoriatic arthritis, it identifies Mm -hmm. that tissue as foreign, and so then it attacks the tissue, it accelerates the breakdown process. That's an inflammatory arthropathy. That's one of the categories, and those would be addressed by chemicals, chemicals being diet, Uh or if necessary, medication.
0: Right. So we're going to focus more on the latter in this one, the the non-inflammatory arthritic changes in the body, and that's where we have the majority of people coming in and saying, well, I've had these previous x-rays. I've seen this previous doctor and they've told me I've got moderate, severe arthritic changes in my spine, knee, hip, shoulder, whatever it may be. That's going to require a little bit different approach. Not saying that the dietary stuff is, depending on the individual, dietary uh, approaches are probably going to be very important in, any sort of arthropathy, but we're going to speak a little bit more on the the mechanical part, which we focus on a lot here at CCRC. So, when we're talking about just this this non-inflammatory arthropathy, it's very common. If we look at X-rays in anybody of a, a advanced age, let's careful. Know, <laughs> I'll just a hundred and ten years. Yeah, hundred ten years or older. No, yeah. anyone we, over
1: forty probably is right. going to start having more quote, unquote, arthritic changes. Right,
0: and the way that I phrase it for people is think of it as wrinkles on the inside. We all have arthritic changes. So when someone comes in and says, I've got, I've got arthritis, like, well, yeah, no, no shit. We, all, we yeah. all have arthritis. It's very normal. Now, there can be more, more severe changes in certain areas. So if we look at some of these advanced ages, we'll see a very characteristic uh, increase in arthritic changes in the lower cervical spine, in the lower lumbar spine and this kind of ties in with some of the stuff where we've talked about stability and how we may spend a lot of time compressing those areas over our lives and that's in my opinion one reason why we may see these these increase in, in artery changes. I mean
1: there. there there are genetic you know factors that go into this or phylogenetic factors that go into this but you want to think of you know osteoarthritis, right? Non-inflammatory arthritis or the wear and tear of the, the joints as bony adaptation to instability and force. That's that's basically yeah. all it is. So in the case that he was just saying, you have someone with that really bad forward head posture or we're gonna see rip roaring um, increases in this with the phone. phones now. Everyone's yep. sort of looking down at their, at their phone and that's loading the spine in a way that it's not designed to handle. And so if you have that classic forward head carriage where you're sitting down, your shoulders are rounded forward and you're pushing your head towards the screen, that's increasing not only the magnitude, but the the volume, the time that you are loading the the back part of the spine that's not designed to do that. And so then the the bone, in response to that force, secondary to the instability, thickens to try to be able to handle the force. As it thickens, then it starts to grow these you know osteophytes, little little bony. Um, I don't know, protrusions or whatever, projections, or in the spine called spondylophytes. But that's the osteoarthritis, and it is just bony adaptation to force an instability. Mm -hmm. It's really the body's attempt to provide
0: long-term stability for a joint that has been unstable for decades, right? Right, so like in the case of stenosis, maybe at some point the body deemed that necessary to place that stenotic change there. But then what we see over time is, well, if we're narrowing things like these IVFs, the, the holes that the nerves come out of, well, then at some point, maybe that gives us some kind of an issue. Right. But it had a purpose at some point in time.
1: Yeah. So that one, if you have the bony adaptation, the best example could be stenosis. Stenosis being narrowing of the, the hole out of which the nerve comes. So that could be, you know, intervertebral. Uh, sorry, neural foraminal stenosis, which just means nerve hole narrowing, nerve um, hole. or you know, spinal canal stenosis is when the canal where the the spinal cord sits that is narrowing and can actually encroach upon that and cause some symptoms. So just because you have that doesn't mean that you're gonna necessarily have pain. So you need to have a thorough exam where you're testing this out and making sure that, yes, it is true that your arthritic changes in your back are actually producing the symptoms. Yeah. Right? So that we can do that with a McKenzie evaluation. You have to couple that with a detailed history. And then of course, if necessary, you might need to run some imaging. You take those three information sources together and then you establish the, the correlation and the causation between the arthritic changes and the symptoms.
0: Yeah, so on our end, what we're looking at in terms of treatment for maybe something that's more of a mild, moderate arthritic change is weight loss could be a big one. Maybe if it's a weight-bearing joint like the knees or the hips, maybe weight loss is going to be a big thing. The dietary approach to not only work on weight loss, but also changing the chemical makeup of the body because maybe there's an underlying chemical component that's just lending itself to the experience of pain. And then also changing some of these biomechanical things like Dr. Elm talked about, because if we're just overloading a certain segment of the joint, like the posterior or the back parts of the spine, well, if we just continue to do that, I don't care if you get a joint replacement or or, uh, something like that, you're going to end up back into the same situation if we don't change the function. Now, with all that being said, there's a time and place for surgery. For sure. (laughs) Yeah, so with hips, knees, especially these weight-bearing joints, joint replacement can be a great life-changing thing for a lot of people, and I've seen it time and time again, especially in my own family, with with my own mom. Knee surgeries, and afterwards she got back to life and and pain-free after that, so.
1: Yeah, I mean, what we would do in those cases uh, where they have arthritic changes in the area, we have done the examination and the history, and we've said, okay, yes, it is actually coming from your quote-unquote arthritis, well, then we can take that functional approach that we talk about all the time and we can go after some of the causative or what I call internal causative factors and external causative yep. factors that were driving and fueling that fire that causing the arthritic changes. So one, you know, might be changing, you know, elevating the monitor to, have to, to where it's holding you in a better neck position. That is addressing an external cause. You can also work on some of the weakness in, in the neck muscles so that the The patient is able to hold themselves in the right position. You know, there's Mm -hmm. lots of things that you can do from a functional standpoint that actually just take the load off of the aggravated tissue, and then the symptoms go away.
0: Yeah. So, to uh, recap here, we have two different types. We've got this inflammatory type and this non-inflammatory type. We do a lot more with this non-inflammatory component, not saying that we can't help with both. Uh, There is a time and place for imaging, but these imaging results should be taken into consideration with a really good exam and potentially a treatment approach to see how do you respond to it. And then of course, there's a time and place for surgery. It could be a great thing, but then we also still wanna address the function that may have led the person to that issue in the first place.
1: Yeah. yeah, so if you guys have been told, this is the whole purpose of this podcast, if you guys have been told that you have arthritis and that's why you have your knee pain, shoulder pain, back pain, neck pain, whatever, um, just realize that that's that's not necessarily the case, and there are oftentimes things that you can do, no matter how severe your arthritis is, to completely get rid of the symptoms, or if not get rid of the symptoms, actually improve the symptomatology to a point where it's not, you know, as invasive in your life.
0: So, um, you know, give us a call or comment below yeah. if you have questions, of course. Yeah, and then hopefully we see you, see you all on January third, five thirty at the Dylan Library in the basement. Five thirty, six thirty. See you guys. See you. <laughs>